Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm great. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, how does it feel to finally be on the road again? Gosh, pretty awesome. Tail end of it now, so we're a little tired, but it's still exhilarating every night to go up there after such a long time and see the joy in people's faces that they're hearing live music again. Um, you guys have had a lot of new singles come out mm -hmm. lately. Um, is that something we're probably going to see on the stage a lot? Yep. You see several of the new songs on the stage. Um, it's been really fun, too, because we're playing a lot of stuff from our very first album and then also a lot of the new stuff. So you really get to hear the growth within the band during a 75-minute set. <laughs> um, I was actually going to ask about that because, I mean, I've been following you guys since the beginning. I had the first Mayhem tour that you guys were on. I was there, and it was awesome. amazing. Um, there's been a lot of progression in the music, and I know you guys have been asked this a lot, but is it harder to come up with newer material, or does it just keep progressing with you guys? I think as we grow, it's it's a natural thing, and um, I mean, you can really hear the difference in how we are as people in the music. When we first started, we were really angry, angry at the world, there's angry music. We still release some angry stuff. You know, but now I feel like you see us smiling more. You hear lyrics that are about different emotions rather than just anger, which is, I think, natural growth. Um, I think anyone as an angry teenager, they're gonna write, you know, angry music, blah, blah, blah. But as we've gotten older and we've, we've experienced, you know, massive loneliness on the road or, you know, trauma, um, just anything that comes with getting older, we have the in our in our belts to write about. Whereas, you know, as a teenager, maybe we didn't. Um, as you're writing, and it's the same, almost the same people. I mean, you've only I mean, most of the people you have now have been with the band mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. Does that make it easier to write together, or does that make it harder since it's a lot well, of? Well, we know each other. We have a respect for every single member of our band. I think having that mutual respect makes it easy and it makes even if you have an idea that you may think is silly you can throw it against the wall you know it's a safe place to do so so i think that when you really know your bandmates it does become a lot easier to be vulnerable in the writing process um with the tour and everything this is actually to me a perfect storm as far as who's on the bill was that by design mm -hmm. luck did you talk to these people ahead of time or yeah, we've been we've been planning on doing something like this for years and years and years. Um, <clears throat> when it came to bringing out Infected Rain, Lena's actually my neighbor. And uh, I moved to Las Vegas and she became one of my first friends there. And, and we'd always talked about, you know, someday let's tour together, let's tour together. And when it came time to book a tour, they'd never toured the States before. And when you know, we, we asked Stitch Apart, we've been friends with them for years. We've been trying to do this tour, a tour with Stitch Apart in general for 10 years. Um, so it was like, it, it was just the perfect time to do it. Um, plus there are really good friends. Now when it came for uh, Infected Rain, there were a lot of logistics because most of the band lives in Moldova. But it was a goal that we all had. We wanted to make this lineup. We wanted to bring Infected Rain for the very first time here to the United States. Um, so it, it was definitely planned this way. Um, it wasn't anything that felt to us easy because there were a lot of logistics. You know, they, even with infected brain, um, visa-wise, you know, 
we didn't know if the visas would be approved right in time for the tour because of the pandemic. Um, but it all worked out. And when you say perfect storm, it's definitely the perfect storm. <laughs> yeah, it was. There's a lot of a lot of factors that went into it, and I'm so glad that it ended up being able to happen because every single night slays. As long as you guys have been playing now, uh, being on the stage in the beginning and then being on the stage now, it's got to be a completely different feel these days, right? It's a bit of a different feeling, but at the same time, I think that anytime we go on stage, there's that, you know, baseline, like, just exhilaration, like I was saying earlier, to be on stage. We love performing. We are true performers at heart. We love being on stage together. Even if anyone in the band is having a bad day or we're angry at each other for some random reason, the second we hit the stage, it's all smiles. So it's like our happy place. So it's in that respect, it's the same as it has been for the last 10 years. One thing I've never heard as far as all the interviews, maybe I've missed one. How did you two get together and actually start the band? We were in a cover band together in Los Angeles. Um, <clears throat> there were five girl singers in it and nine or nine all together, a bunch of dudes in it too to play the instruments. It was wild. It was crazy. Um, it was a fun experience because that's how we met in it, but um, we wanted to do something original and something different, so we quit that band and freeformed a bunch of babies. We met via MySpace. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's she answered a MySpace ad. Oh, cool. For my old, for our old bands. I forgot about MySpace. I know, right? <laughs> um, so, when you started, you have a lot of influences. How are your influences? How does it feel now, sorry, to be an influence for a lot of these bands that you've been seeing in, throughout the years? That is a weird feeling. Very, very weird because when we first started, we just started just to have fun. And as the years have gone on and we have seen, you know, our names come up as potential um, role models, we definitely started living our lives a little bit differently and more in a positive light. And I think that's a huge honor and also a huge responsibility. Um, but to have people come up and be like, oh, I formed my band because we were a huge fan of Butcher Babies and they're doing things, they're being successful. I'm more than honored to be that for somebody. And it's a, it's a, it's mind-blowing. Because <laughs> yeah. we used to be those kids. You know? so it is a weird feeling. Well, and you do the, the your playlist on Spotify, The Women That Slay. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of, and that is a lot of newer bands and bands that are coming up. Spirit Box, um, Sumo Psycho, mm -hmm. some of the other ones that you've mentioned yeah. before. Do you do you talk to them at all? or? Sometimes. I mean, not, not, not usually prior to putting the playlists together, I just kind of find stuff that I like, something that's new, something that's innovative, something I see as being like an up-and-comer, and also our friends, you know, I feel like a lot of these women, you know, they're, because we're so conditioned to think that women are supposed to not get along, <laughs> I think that a lot of girls are afraid to reach out to the other girls in this industry and be friends with them, and I think because we have each other, we view it so differently. And we see this as a sisterhood. And so that's kind of my goal with it, is to show everybody that this really is a sisterhood and we support each other. And um, we really, I think the world needs more of that, women supporting women and bringing each other up rather than dragging each other down. Because that's just, and it's how it's been in high school and college and everything. And, and if, you know, if, a, if a girl has the balls to, 
create our own band and carve our own path, you know, we can be there to be cheerleaders for them too. Well, with all the female-fronted bands and the movement, it's almost... It, aren't, shouldn't we be past that by now, you think, where that's actually recognized, where it should just all kind of meld together? You think so. You think so, but at the same time, it's almost... Now that I'm looking at it a little bit differently, you know, put us in a, a niche that can get just a little bit more attention at some point. That's fine, too. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't... I think one thing that a lot of us... I've realized over the years you know, between the fan base or the labels or this or that there's always people that try to pin you against each other not just us together that happens a lot between just even the two of us but against other female artists yeah you know and in me I've, I've seen it happen where it's destroyed total friendships because of say the fan compares fans compare them too much and like here's this fan poll like who's hot or not you know and that that's super destructive and so when we show like no we bust through this together we're linked arm in arm because it's only been within the last 10 years that it's been widely accepted it's very accepted it's not a surprise anymore though no and that's great that's i think that that is exactly what needed to happen to shake shit up well there's no problem if you had a gun shoot him in the head that's a sure way to kill him
find um, a lot of people, a ton of people know who you are now, but if you walk into a situation where they haven't seen you or heard you, do you get different comments as opposed to when you first started 12 Oh, I mean, a lot of people who haven't seen us ever live, they say, wow, I thought that you were going to be horrible. You changed my perspective. But they just thought that because they saw a picture of two girls and they didn't think that they would enjoy the band at all. Uh, we get that quite a lot. Um, you made a fan out of me tonight. I didn't expect that. It's a huge compliment. So it's a compliment. It, where it used to be kind of a backhanded compliment, in my opinion. Now I take it as a compliment. Because there's a lot of things that I don't like. But if you can change my mind about it, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that same comment's been being made since, what, we started 12 years ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's not changing. No. <laughs> but at the same time, the way that I, I kind of see it is more people are open to the idea of it. Whereas beforehand, it was a total double-edged sword, either yes or no. There's no like, maybe I'll see what it's like. There was no tiptoeing around it. It was and just, you know, I don't want anything to do with it. is the craziest thing? We just had a meet and greet. There was a woman who must have been 65. There was a little girl who was probably five years old. Seven and everything, seventh birthday, everything in between, you know, um, and if that's not a testament to what kind of a man that we are, I don't know what is. It's yeah, inc it's true. incredible. Very true. Um, just a couple questions about influences. Um, I know you get noted for Corn and, and Slipknot and those influence and Anthrax, obviously. Um, what about the punk side? It doesn't seem, I, I hear, especially in the early stuff, and you, you know, you even did a cover of, um, you did a Stormtroopers of Death cover, you know. Uh, do you ever have those conversations with people, or do they? does anybody else recognize that in the music? Well, we are named after the first lady in yeah. metal. So, so it's obviously a huge influence. You know, Wendy O. Williams went in there, and she showed that a girl can come in and be just as monumental and important to a genre as, as a man. And she was really... Some of my first. biggest influences are, are punk bands. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of X. I'm a huge fan of, of old school Detroit punk. So there is probably a little bit of that punk. We were very punk. Our attitude is still very punk. Yeah. Black Flag, I'd say, our attitude when we first started, Black Flag, I think, had a huge influence on our attitudes when we first started. Yeah. Just kind of going, fuck shit up and get the fuck out. You know, that was kind of our thing. Kind of still is. It was more angry then. Yeah. We're not as angry anymore. I don't think that um, Henry Rollins is as angry as he is anymore. <laughs> no, he's as was. Not. <laughs> you know, but that's I, I think that you know that punk mentality. That's how it was at first. Yeah. Yeah, because I do hear that. Um, I do hear that. Uh, uh, dirty Rotten Imbeciles, I kind of get a little bit of that in there too when I listen to, the, especially the early stuff. Now you've gone to more. I don't want to say gone to more, but you know, there's more choruses, more yeah. more rock. Oh, we've grown. Punk rock is awesome, and I love punk rock, but it's it's very simple. Yeah. And and that's the beauty of it. But um, you know, I think that we want to naturally progress a little bit beyond that, which is not an insult to punk, because like I said, it's it is no, yeah. what it is, and it's fun. But um, you know, metal's a, a little bit more advanced, this if you is will. True. Nope, well, yeah, we, right. we, the thing for us, you know, progressing and writing big choruses, that's an important thing for us. That's what, you know, we grew up gravitating towards big rock choruses. Yeah. So if we could meld the two, fuck yeah. Like, 
we are five different members of this band. You're getting five different influences yeah. in one, and I think that's what's been kind of unique in every album that we've put out. Um, it's not one specific genre that or band that is influencing each song. There's so much to it. With the newer stuff, though, are all the stuff that you've come out with recently, is that are you guys self-produced now? No, we produced, those were produced by Macca. Okay. Yeah. I know you've worked with Logan Mader in the past and a couple mm-hmm. others that are big names. I didn't know if as you progressed, do you still, when you work with the new producer, do you tend to take a lot of feedback from them? We do. Or do we they love tend feedback. to lay back? Um, we prefer that. We like a producer to kind of be like an extra member of the band for yeah. that you know, particular album. Mm-hmm. I think it helps you grow tremendously when you allow someone, you know, the space to come in and, yeah. and kind of work with you. There's no point in having a producer if you're just going to be like, no, this is what we want exactly. Yeah. Well, the, we, we did our third album with Steve Evitz. Yeah. And Steve Evitz was amazing in the fact that he doesn't let anything be faked. The shaker's real, The all the notes you hear, nothing's auto-tuned, everything from plugging in weird different amps and singing through weird amps and getting that emotion. He doesn't do anything with plugins. It's yeah. all raw. And I think that's what was so exciting about working with Steve. Um, he also helped us progress as musicians because instead of going in there and he's like, oh, you were a little bit sharp, but that's okay. I'll fix that later. He's like, no, hit that note. By the time we got out of the studio, we knew these songs so well, could sing well. We were tour ready with them. And that was a really pleasurable experience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we're in my time. Um, I got one last kind of little group of questions. The videos, ever since the beginning, even with Mr. Slow Death, every single year videos have been basically cinematically superior to a lot of videos that, you know, as the progression of the band goes and other bands that started in that same, same flow. Is this all you guys? Uh, we're very proud of that. We write every single treatment, every script, and her family sometimes works on the sets. Like they, her, they well, her your family, family was yeah completely in house. Yeah, the family, they have a production company. It's okay. really yeah. important to I us. I grew up in film, so we're not gonna go out there and put out a half-assed music video. Right. It'd be it'd be an embarrassment to my family. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but for us, it's the visuals and the the sounds, the art that goes with the album, everything is just as as important as its counterpart. We're sometimes planning the music videos as we're writing the songs. Yeah. Something that we do. We still haven't filmed the, the video yeah. we want to make for Axe Wound, and that's that song's almost, well, it is 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so, can still do it. We still might get that pirate ship. Who I mean, knows? You're at the point now where you can pretty much do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, we can do it. And yeah. nobody's going to question it. That's got to be a comforting feeling, too, because you've paid your dues along the way, if, if anything, you know. I believe we have. I mean, the thing is, I think that this is, I think dues are always, always getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> it's never a, a, a finished thing. This is always work, 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 work. <laughs> you guys do work, even during pandemic time, the Twitch channel and all the... We're getting back to it. We get home, and it's going to grow a little bit more. Yeah. We're really excited about it. Nice. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, thank you. Can't wait for the show. Oh, it's going to be fun. Thanks for your time. (laughs) Punk rock tonight, for sure. Yeah, definitely punk rock. (laughs) Thank you. Cool. Well, thank you. Very nice to meet you. We will shake hands, but we're not supposed to. Yeah, let's do elbows. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Enjoy.